Yeah! Thank you, Bad Mary, for that too sweet play-in. Welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, co-founder of U.S. Comics. Charlie, happy comic book day. Nope, can I hear you? You are muted and like a big dumb happy comic book day to all our fellow nerds out there, and welcome back. If you're joining us for the first time, please be sure to like, comment, or subscribe. If you don't, DC is going to cancel another upcoming project. I'll do it. John, I'll do it. Work. How is this beautiful comic book day treating you, my friend? I mean, at this point, I'm just ducking diving dipping and diving um just like all of the bad fucking news from dc i'm just i i I just had it so i mean i'm gonna say that i'm fine i'm avoiding all the nonsense focusing on the good good you know what's what i fucking love about this time of year though the good good options uh, are the equivalent of like when Halloween swoops in and there's no more fucking pool noodles. Instead, <laughs> there's like all sorts of fucking chocolate I'm trying to avoid. But you yeah. start seeing pumpkins every goddamn where. But this year, it's not the orange of the pumpkin glistening in the aisle that has my attention. Mm-hmm. No, no, baby. It is golden wings of a fucking dragon. And I yeah, am ready dude. to be hurt again. <laughs> John House of the Dragon hit the HBO machine. I got to tell you, I felt like I was sitting on a fucking throne. I was so nervous. My little tum-tum was in a fucking knot, dude, because I was like, don't suck. Please don't suck. The main the main actor that we're introduced to, she comes riding in as badass as fucking yes, possible yes. with real uh, Dana- da- Daenerys. I'm going to fuck up all the uh, yeah, we're, pronunciations. Yeah, we're, we're used to it. What's that up, crazy Anthony? bitch, she comes in with that fucking like, real badass energy, and then she smiles, and there was like something weird about her head where I'm like, oh, fuck, is this CG, or is that just bad makeup? And instantly, it's, it's I, it didn't even take me the. She's Australian. That's that's what that it is, explains like, it. Yeah, you gotta. I didn't even need yourself. forty minutes to get to the required blood and guts, or forty-two minutes to get to the inevitable. Damn, it timed scene. it. That fucking show, out the 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 fact that they opened with so much dragon, they were just like, "You like CG, motherfucker." I, I was blown away, but I got to tell you. I don't think that was even CG. I just think they found a they very, found very a talented actor that uh, identifies as a dragon. Actually, Fair two, enough. technically. I, I got to tell you, though, you said something similar a few weeks back. But part of my joy about 15 minutes in was doing one of these. Ah, John's going to fucking love this. <laughs> I, like, got a Cheshire cat's mom. I'm sitting with Jameson, pretending he's a fucking dragon. I put a little saddle on his back. He was furious. Uh, but I need to know, you know this material Works. so fucking well. I was blown away. I need to know every single fucking opinion you had. Stretch, how, did it, how did it look? How did so, it feel? How did it sound? How'd that shit taste? Because I'm sure you licked your monitor. Uh, I, too, had the stink of dragon all over me walking into that fucking uh, uh, council room. Um, 
Yeah, so so what we're seeing in this new House of the Dragon series, uh, obviously anyone who's even paying half attention knows that this is a, a prequel series to uh, the aforementioned um, Daenerys show, a.k.a. Game of Thrones. Um, so, so yeah, unlike uh, Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, this is just one book. And uh, even more to the point, it's only... A, it's about about this much of the book <laughs> it is it is literally a, a, a fraction of the going-ons in fire and blood because fire and blood takes like a a history textbook approach to the entire history of the targaryen clan from the conquest basically up into and including the birth of daenerys always topless uh, targaryen so this is just an isolated, specific, granted, very action-packed uh, and poignant and important moment in the Targaryen history. Um, but just the same, whether it's because I love the source material so much, so, so much, just as much as J. R. Mar- uh, George R. R. Martin likes breaking his fast. Oh, I know that's a fat man writing these books. Um, but also coming off of the shared bad taste in our mouths over the very rushed somewhat nonsensical finale uh, season of game of thrones so the bottom line was this i i settled in to watch a show just like everyone else who and very very many people who settled in to watch the show all that information notwithstanding ellis uh being one of them i'm sure um ellis i i promise bro i i know you you throw a lot of comments out there for effect if you haven't watched the show yet, you, you, you probably uh, you probably will. I mean, it was is it this, was a great start for me. Is, a great start. Has there ever been a property that arguably fumbled the ball that instantly on the next at bat you like tore your top off and you started like you were at a, a football game? Just hooting and hollering with enthusiasm, me, or or like because with, again, this is this is very premature. Well, this but, is very premature. There's there's going to be a little spoiler for you guys. I'm not gonna touch any of the plot points for what's going to happen because they've been pretty faithful. One or two little things, more of uh, trimming than any kind of like big big changes from what yeah. I've seen thus far. Um, couple of changes. Granted, it's not it's not a literal Let's, one for one. Yeah. But this is very very early, and just prep yourself. There's gonna be a time jump in this story alone. There's gonna be a time jump, so it's it's I premature. But I'm still excited. But it's still an hour of product. Let me. This is what I was thinking when I sat down to enjoy Game of Thrones because I saw the trailer. I was pulling an Ellis. I I just didn't want to commit time and energy into something that was going to betray me. Because Game of Thrones, in hindsight, I've become a lot more comfortable. I had seven years of a great, loving relationship. And on that eighth year, Game of Thrones cheated on me. And and went for went for fucking the the low-hanging fruit and bored the piss out of me and frustrated me week after week. The last property to waste my time the way Game of Thrones did was Star Wars. The prequel of Star Wars was painful. Everyone's like, they rebounded with the third one. They didn't. It's not good. When I sat down... Technically, if a downhill skier 
<laughs> like just fucking face plants. One ski pops off. One of the poles goes flying into the audience and like chests Whoa. them. Uh, technically, even if they stand up, it could be like oh, okay, all right, well, yeah, like, motherfucker got up. Like I guess, but it would still have been better if that son of a bitch had never left the starting <laughs> gate. And just real quick, Ellis, uh, no, no, that that's not that's not the case. So this, if you're looking at this, is just like a pure prequel. Um, the end of this particular story uh, that we're seeing unfold now does not uh, begin or end rather with Game of Thrones. You still have hundred, uh, almost two hundred years of history. So no, you're you're good, Ellis. We got plenty of time to be hurt. We got comment sections fast and furious today. Hell yeah, uh, bro. Cousin Paul, that thing loving son of a gun over so on cute. YouTube, wants to know is it a, a necess- is it a necessity nah. to have seen Game of Thrones? What I love about it, it's not, but let me just finish this thought about all, the Star no, no. Wars. Revenge of the Sith bored the shit out of me for two and a half hours. I still was there opening day for episode seven. Yeah. And episode seven's not good, but I kind of knew it like relatively fast what was nice about house of the dragon was almost instantly they were like we're sorry we're well, so fucking you, sorry you know what was interesting to me was they they really um they it felt like they walked a tightrope they weren't it wasn't one of those situations like you you take you take uh, uh the, your parents car out um uh you know without without uh permission and like you get a little ding in it and you're like you show up to breakfast the next day like nothing happened. Like that that potentially would make parents even more mad than <laughs> the actual situation of a dinged up car. So they didn't pretend that we weren't fucking dinged up, rear view mirror hanging off, bubblegum keeping a fucking brake light in place. No, they were like they were like Daenerys, Daenerys, Daenerys. There were specific shots that were reminiscent of the whole Daenerys show. So they didn't shy away from their, um, their their Fuck lineage, <laughs> from their no, from like, well, this is this is all part of that same thing. But like anyone who knows you and me knows that like, look, there's there's cream, and then there's like yeasty ass beer, and you know sometimes it's an IPA. It's almost like eating a whole sandwich in a cup. So they know it's coming from the same place, but they're not equal. Far from huh. it. So that being said. Um, yeah, like, like George, I, I get very interested in hearing the creators take about certain things, especially adaptations. And, uh, George isn't a stupid man. Clearly he's a, he's as, uh, wise of a man as he is a connoisseur of breakfast foods. And, uh, you know, he, he heard us to the point where he's like, look guys, the fucking, the last, uh, Song of Ice and Fire books aren't done yet. It ain't going to end that same way. I understand you hated it, and there was a bunch of stuff that was brought up that they never ever touched again. Um, faceless man, I'm looking at you. Uh, but you know what? The books are going to be different. We're not going to, you know, I'm not going to play you that way. And uh, he he did, had the same approach here. He's like, okay, you're going to adapt something else. I got to kind of know what to expect. And he explained it best, shockingly. Uh, he said, think of a House of the Dragon as an expansion of what I wrote while still being faithful to the source material, they can, you know, pad it like with conversations or like even scenes to get across. Because like I was saying before, uh, uh, Fire and Blood is not written in the narrative format that the 
that the books that became it's more Game of textbooky. Thrones series, it's like a fucking te- it's like you're sitting in front of the it's like you're with fucking Samuel and you're sitting there and the Grand Maester is like going on and on and you just gotta sit there you just wanna get to your meat and your fucking hunk of meat um, but yeah and but I love that shit I, I love yeah you, you are so that I audience and I was like oh tell me more Grand Maester I wanna add a new nerdy link to my chain so <laughs> just for just for legal purposes uh, Ellis brings up a good point we do have to disclose <laughs> HBO Max is paying us tens of dollars yeah. uh, to give such a glowing review HBO to episode Max 1 is not even covering the fucking subscription fee for this month. It's a good thing we have a password sharing program here at the House of Rivera's. The House of Rivera's way different show. A few less dragons, way more nudity. Uh, what? What? Uh, I'm curious about your. I'm curious about your take on this. Uh, do you think, um, because the the material they're working off of. Yeah, is by comparison to the whole of of what they're working with with Game of Thrones. Do you think that makes for better? In this case, is it going to make for a, a a safer adaptation? Because we're on the heels of Sandman, who, if there is a criticism to lobby against Sandman, is you almost have to start where they started. And in my opinion, the Sandman stories that follow yeah. that run of books are far superior um but with sandman you have to start there i would argue i don't know that house of the dragon would exist in a game of thrones list world uh it, maybe it would but it doesn't the, yeah, the reality we're in is uh, it easier to take a little bit and expand it than it is to take a shit ton and suck it all in well think it, thin it, it's a good question. So your streak Thank is alive. You. From Fuck last yeah, week. baby! It's a good question. So the 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 slightly condensed, if not short, answer is what I said to to Paul was correct. You do not have to be uh, uh, like a a dedicated Game of Thrones viewer uh, in order to to really thoroughly enjoy House of the Dragon. You didn't need to be a, a tremendous a reader of the uh, Song of Ice and Fire books so that you can sit on the couch and like fucking dragon explain everything that's happening and is going to happen to all the poor bastards sitting around you. Uh, that's not a necessity. However, Game of Thrones, properly Game of Thrones, the show, exists in that very unique space of having become a cultural phenomenon. HBO is very good at this. They've done it several times at this point. Sopranos is another example. Walking Dead, obviously, over on AMC is yet another. Sometimes these, the, the sometimes this material, it, it overflows its boundaries. And while Paul may have never seen an episode of the Game of Thrones series, he's still going to be very, very familiar with a lot of the concepts a lot of the uh, characteristics of certain characters just by like just by sheerly walking the fucking streets right so i would say that this exists in that place but also you had mentioned prior uh with the comparison to star wars and i think anyone who's even paying attention for a minute or two um in the same way that episode four had to be released before one two and three for 
more than just narrative purposes, it kind of like prepared you for what was coming. Whether you agreed with the plot points, whether you thought certain things were silly, whether you thought certain things were like just outright racist, whether you hate clones and like you certain things, certain movies were necessary, all that shit notwithstanding, you were better off having been familiar with four, five, and six of Star Wars by the time one, two, and three were ready, and then um, seven, eight, and nine. So, so it's both. It's yeah. it's like the hard and crunchy taco, and the little Hispanic child's like, why not both? I'm saying the same shit. Why not both? So now, regarding the the easiest criticism, Ellis brings up a valid point. Game of Thrones, unlike Breaking Bad, to some extent, unlike even Walking Dead. The general consensus of Game of Thrones was that it ended with a bit of flatulence. Um, that's the, the 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 easiest go-to solution is good or bad. We don't really live in that world, but for those people who say it's bad, so it did a little bit retract in a big bad way. You saw way less products. You saw the logo less, far more than any of its predecessors. I see in the in in random stores. I'll still see Soprano mugs where like the handle is a gun handle and then it's a cup for your coffee. Right. The Game of Thrones stuff just wound up being kind of clearanced and forgotten about. When I sat down for House of the Dragon, what I felt was almost in a weird way like a refreshing return to Game of Thronesiness because it doesn't look dissimilar. So I think it accidentally winds up being a benefit to House of Dragon that the Game of Thrones is less in the forefront uh, of the world right now because it does a little bit get to be kind of its own thing with the bonus I, uh, I, of having that lineage. I, I Disagree I hard? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that it like that it curled up and fucking like crawled into a corner. I, I don't think that whatsoever. There's the Zelnaris. George, George Martin, he's he's still putting and had been putting out material. Now, granted, what was frustrating to a lot of the dedicated readers was he's like, I'm going to do this now. You're like, no, what do you do? You still have... It's like he, he jumped over to dessert and there was still... Uh, he still had a fucking dinner plate that was not cleaned as of yet. And the man doesn't look like a guy who walks from away uh, from a lot of dinner plates. So we were like, yo, we just finished finish man we're sitting here waiting for you nah. um, so i i don't think necessarily granted it may have not may have it absolutely died down from the fever pitch and like sometimes things like walking dead people like die like stop walking and and actually die because like we have we're, we're totally fucking that's a uh, catchy totally title yeah fatigued <laughs> um so so no i, I think what it is it it lived in that that sweet spot of like the last one ended we gave you a little bit of a cool down it's like you're pumping out reps you're like oh i'm not going for fucking mass i'm going for fucking tone so like you're pumping out a long ass however many years game of thrones ran you pumped out a bunch of those reps and then you put the weight down and you're like <sighs> and then you pick that shit up again because you got to get them reps kid so someone's right around the corner I it's not. I it's, gotta. It's, it's not I good. gotta be honest. I'm pretty sure that entire description, you being like going for toe, not for bulk. <laughs> are, are you just bragging because you're looking just fucking tight in Listen, that medium? Stop, stop. Stop hitting on me, bro. It makes everybody 
uh, watching and listening. Disagree. There's a whole private page dedicated to this brother-on-brother <laughs> brother love <laughs> affair. John, Not shipping <laughs> do you feel? Do you feel like uh, House of Dragon? The the vibe I got. Yeah, it felt more subtle. There was still an orgy. There was still like everyone gets decapitated. Yeah, let's not get crazy. Why wouldn't there be in the orgy second act? An insane violence. Um, I felt like there was a lot of like beautiful, subtle moments. Specifically, yeah. I'm gonna leave out some details because obviously, once the season wraps, we'll return to see how fucking Absolutely. right or wrong we were. Uh, and maybe we'll check in in the middle. You and I, the conversation might be fun to do a kind of beginning, middle, end yeah. to see how it lines up. But a character kind of is chilling in the throne during one scene. And very specifically in Game of Thrones, I remember them talking about when you sit in the Iron Throne, you gotta be, you gotta come correct because that ship is sharper than a motherfucker. Yeah. And the character in question gets a little nick from the chair, and I, and obviously that's not particularly subtle, except it's a callback to a different. You mean the show? The close up and like uh, a fucking total dramatic sound music, effect, like. You're like, hmm, I wonder if that's going to mean something later. It still felt uh, like they took this opportunity to be more mature where they needed to be more well, mature. You, you know I what? felt why, smarter though, for having watched look, it. And, that's, and that's, that's, you know, kudos to them for, like, bumping you up as a viewer. Like, I'm coming back next week because I'm smart. And, um, but no, but, but there's, a very, there's a very specific reason for that. Whereas, hey, what's up, Christopher? Um, whereas the Game of Thrones series, they covered all of Westeros across the fucking sea, across the narrow sea. They covered the horse lords. They covered fucking Dorne. Like, they, <laughs> north of the fucking wall. They did so much within a relatively confined period of time. Yeah. You got to meet so many houses and you fucking, you knew sigils in your sleep. Um, you know, like, you know, like, oh, you can't be doing that. Oh, that's okay, though. Uh, so, like, there, there really was this very somewhat truncated learning process, but everybody got right up to speed because it was still human stories. Yeah, granted, there's dragons flying around, people fucking looking totally different, taking off a piece of jewelry, and they go from a bomb piece to a disaster, which is, like, my fucking worst Worst nightmare. I'm like, oh, bitch, keep the necklace on. John, um, just because your college years were filled <laughs> with just 10 nails coming off, Whatever, the eyelashes, it, it the a, lip stain. It was a unique time. So just like, you know, uh, respect, show, show some respect. But um, whereas whereas uh, House of the Dragon, it's going to be a, a laser focus it's going to be like fucking the horses clip clopping around central park they got the blinders on they got their eye on the prize they're going to catch that carrot it's a it's a more nuanced story that they're telling it's, it's confined now that's not to say that there's not going to be beef to be had it's just going to be dragon beef because we have more dragons to contend with than we did fucking targaryens in the last season and that's not even an exaggeration whatsoever. i gotta tell you the show did a Ooh. great job of juicing me up for every sunday to come because the one part that they're not subtle is like right in the first 10 minutes there's a character who's just like there's a fucking team building bro like it is wonderfully that balance of that that beautiful balance right um 
I totally get Ryan, my boy Ryan coming in uh, on the Facebook feed saying he's going to wait until there's more episodes of House of the Dragon. Just be careful, I wish... Ryan, because there are people who are people who, who read the story already who are yeah. desperate to spoil it because they're I so wish There are going to be people around the water cooler, proverbially. Yeah, more than those people, those insufferable toolboxes that have so little in this world to talk about. They feel the need to spoil something on a Monday when a show comes out on a Sunday when they know the rule is you wait at least until Wednesday, you dumb shit. Um, I wish I could be that patient. We had uh, Chris uh, on the Facebook feed mentioned I had a Ghostbuster event all weekend. John, the whole second half of Sunday was me just my leg nervously twitching. Where I'm like, I gotta get home. There's fucking dragons. Get out of my face. Get out of my goddamn face. I was ready to go. Uh, Ryan saying the best way to avoid spoilers is to build your own horse blinders, which henceforth I shall be calling dragon blinders when it comes to avoiding uh, House of the Dragon spoilers. I can't wait to see what else comes. Night of Westeros at some point. He was like, fuck this dragon, and just like stabbed him in the eyeball. And he was forever known as like Charlie the Dragon Blinders. <laughs> like he's like, mm, can I can I trademark that? Because like a long time from now, there's gonna be clip cloppers around Central Park, and I'm not even getting paid. Um yeah, no, I, I, I completely um I, I completely agree with you. I gotta say, like, literally the only thing that I dislike about the content that comes from HBO is that you do have to wait on a week to week basis. Thankfully, I cheated and I read the damn thing. Uh, <laughs> read it beforehand. And you know, it's funny. I I kind of had a sneaking suspicion when I heard, "Oh, this is going to be the series." My thought was like, "There's no fucking way that they can tell hundreds of years of history within like, you know, even like a, a you know a season." And then I realized, ah, oh, fuck my ass sideways. This is going to be an anthology series. And basically, even with all the hubbub going over, uh, happening over at uh, WB Discovery, we hate you all. Um, <laughs> there, there was still the knowledge like, okay, well, this is going to have legs. I mean, George wanted Game of Thrones to run 12 fucking years. That was like his mental game plan. They're like, nah, dude. He's like, 10? They're like, mm, nope, try again. Um, so, so all the actors were like, I am so sick of being around horses. Even the dragons were like, yo, dude, I have other opportunities banging at my door. I just, I just want to take one second. Uh, Any, any producers hiring, I will sign a contract right now for 20 seasons of literally any show. Uh, John is correct for lifetime. Doesn't even have to be my lifetime. You could take a baby be like, Charlie will work for oh, this no. baby's lifetime. I'm my contract. I'm signing for your life. I'm like, look, you gave <laughs> some extra time here. Um, here's the blood test that you requested. Um, 90 years from now, John passes away. Suddenly there's an old fat version of him replaced me. Like, I guess I'm John. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, I'm just like, uh, I'm really looking forward to kind of knowing the direction. I'm, I'm on the Titanic. And I'm like, Oh, is gonna be an iceberg motherfuckers just you wait just you wait i cannot wait for this dragon shaped iceberg that i know for a fact is ahead but bottom line um i was cautiously optimistic when i sat my ass down uh by the time the credits rolled i was like ooh, butthole all tight could not wait for the next episode because um 
They started off like a champion, man. They started off really I just really love well. that, like, your only complaint is, like, I want to watch all of it right now, yeah, yeah. twice. Pieces of garbage. Yep, I love right. it. I'm excited. I'm I happy you're excited. Now. I, I really am curious to see if they're able to maintain this momentum, but I'm excited to fucking find out. Oh, yeah. I'm also excited to, much like Klingon and fucking Dothraki, I am waiting for the first uber nerds to come up speaking fucking high valerian at the next comic-con in the new york comic-cons around the corner nerds this is a call to action start working on your high valerian right now ooh, nerds, ooh, ooh. i want to hear it <laughs> can't wait uh it's awesome Hell you yeah. know the the only here's here's the thing we got Chris talking about Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power. Yeah, there's that a lot trailer, of series coming. L- that trailer looks so good. <laughs> Ryan, Damn just, Ryan, just absolutely with, with one of the best drop-ins of the year. Uh, the bottom line, though, if you do check out House of the Dragon and you walk away from your TV set or your laptop or, hell, even your phone, and you go like, meh, meh. You're a fucking liar, like liar. one George Toy Boy Lucas. Because if there's no other truth in this world, we all know Han, Han shot, shot first. first. Baby. Bang bang! Put Cheers. it up, baby. Slinky. I don't want to. I don't want to. Why do I always Charlie? put my shot under like the hottest light in this room? Because you are just my smart, smart little sister. Beautiful. So luckily, um, we've upset Ellis. That's how you know it's a good show. <laughs> um, well, so, Ellis, strap in, baby. <laughs> so there have been, uh, as Charlie mentioned, just a ton, a ton of options uh, as we kind of like just tiptoe into pumpkin spice season. Um, they want us to be nice and comfortable as the weather changes. Just every bitch concerned. is going to dress like Han Solo. I can't uh, wait. I just love Han Solo season. I absolutely love it. Um, but, yeah, so so uh, our dragon kind were not the the only ones to make their debut. Certainly not the only green ones. Because over at Disney Plus, cha-cha-cha, womp, we womp, womp. also had the debut of the She-Hulk, Esquire. Attorney at law. She-Hulk, attorney at law. Still, still a better title than Pennyworth. Batman's butler. He cleans up his dirty, tidy whities um, So it, it's very interesting, Charlie, because... <sighs> look, I hate, as Charlie knows, as my oft-spoken uh, poorly about brethren... Uh, I don't take any enjoyment on shitting on my brethren. I don't enjoy correcting the people who I claim to be part of my clan. But uh, even before a single cell had been shown of She-Hulk, these fucking trademark patent pending, (laughs) these comic book Karens... We're just asking to speak to our manager. They're like, meh, why is She-Hulk getting her powers under control so quick? 
more than Hulk did. That's not fair. Meh. That's not how She-Hulk got her powers. Meh. Meh. The CGI doesn't look good enough. You've got a Commodore 64 at home. What the hell? Are you You are not an expert. Shut up. Meh. Meh. She's not big and muscular enough. So on one hand, uh, she's too strong and too able. And on the other hand, she's not strong or big or bulky enough. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And the worst part, Charlie, the worst fucking part to me, and I'm pretty smart, is the fact that all that clamoring, all that blah, 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 is fucking bullshit. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they are the big mouth minority because She-Hulk, for all of the positive reviews that Miss Maisel Marvel got, she-Hulk doubled, not not did a little bit better than, not didn't skew 15% more positive with a specific demographic. It, she, she, she doubled Miss Marvel's viewership. So suck a dick. Shut the fuck up. Because maybe, maybe if you duck the sick, maybe your mouth would be otherwise occupied with all that fucking blah, 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 blah. They're like, eh, please, please, please. Look at the, the entire Marvel uh, experience, their cinematic universe. They're like, eh, this is a comedy. What the fuck did you think it was going to be? Did you did you expect that it was going to be some fucking, like, dark, despairing? You think they're going to shut off all the lights on a fucking, uh, in Mexico, so that the, it could look like the Dark Knight when fucking, when Mark Ruffalo was walking her through? By the way, I, I oh, love her. Charm, I Charm her. City. Oh, now, just God, real quick. I just love her. Maybe, I don't know if it's a competition. We got a rowdy crowd this week. For those of you joining us live for the video version, uh, remember Ellis. you can tune in 8 o'clock. Ellis. You know you my boy, bro, but we can go round him up because no, no, Hulk no, wasn't this is... demoted. He wasn't demoted. No, I He's just not think Hulk. I just he think by Smart Hulk. Self-appointed. Smart no, Hulk. I, I like this. I like the idea that She-Hulk is for henceforth will be known as Hulk Hulk and we'll call old Hulk, Smart Hulk, Charlie Hulk. He Hulk's is, just a fun name. That is that is part of the grumbling. They're like, meh, meh, what about Hulk? What about Hulk? Hulk, first of all, Hulk should wake up, scratch his smelly green ass, and just be thankful that he's even allowed to show up on the fucking Disney Studios because they don't own that motherfucker. They're not allowed. Anyone who's unfamiliar with the disaster that Marvel put themselves into in their early 2000s, go ahead, grab a pencil and some paper and, <laughs> and jot it down. All right, jot it down. Marvel was in so much trouble as a company. They could not pay their fucking bills. They had to literally sell off the rights to characters for a cash infusion so that they could pay their bills. I know it for a fact because it happened to one particular individual who was owed money from Marvel. They're like, look, this is what we're going to be doing. Here's and, uh, Spider-Man. So this, isn't, this is not... It may as well have been. This is not like conjecture. This is factual. I like so they to had consider to sell off these fucking characters. They are not allowed. They do not have the right 
the God-given right for them to make a fucking Hulk movie with Hulk in the middle. He's like, bam, 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 bam. Not allowed to do it. They're not allowed to do it. So the fact that Hulk has been relegated to second banana is because of the legal system, which ironically is where She-Hulk happens to work. You know, it's mm, funny. If, 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 if Hulk hired She-Hulk, they, so. they get that contract fixed. John, I got to tell you. I know, Ellis. I know. I'm just, I, I'm just uh, using you as a springboard to the larger I, point. I had such low expectations uh, for She-Hulk just because, again, I'm not used to good things happening. So the idea that the minute that they were like, guess what's happening in She-Hulk? Daredevil's going to be back. He's going to kind of be in his OG look from the comics. Also, guess what? He's they not just going to be a yellow, miserable yellow. fucking cunt for another season. Hey, guess what else? Maybe I heard some rumors that maybe we're going to get a little She-Hulk on Murdoch action, which I just got to tell you. She I beast. don't deserve to be as happy as that made me, but John... After the charm city that was episode of episode one of She-Hulk, I was able to enjoy finally the trailers for She-Hulk. And John, one thing that I legitimately wasn't expecting potentially yeah. that I hope so so much I hope comes to fruition is the idea that we're finally gonna have a character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that like owns their femininity and sexuality you and if she that? hulk if she hulk is taking that fella to task the way i think she's gonna in that trailer <laughs> i feel like every woman in the mcu for all this fucking talk of too many too many chicks too many women at the forefront Ooh. none of them have gotten to be like Ooh, a complex character so the idea that the green one is going to be the one that's like you know what's up Love that dick. Let's go. That makes me as happy as Ellis is dropping of the only three legit Hulks. She, Hogan, and Farino. I agree whole. Farino, how dare you? Farino. Um, yeah, no, no. Farina, like the breakfast. I <laughs> delicious. Um Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. Look, she is she's a person, right? And this is actually something that is it sounds kind of silly to say out loud, but it's it's kind of unique to the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe as of right now. Um, and funny enough, probably the closest that we got to that prior was was Captain Marvel. They yeah. made it so much like, look, she is something before all this jazz. All this crap is going to come to her. She's got to have this adjustment. And for whatever reason, um, that dose of reality amongst this world of the fantastic, people are like, no, that's not why I come here. We're like, well, but you know what? Sometimes that's what you're going to get. Because, I don't uh, want Top Gun before my superhero movie. Be like, yes, you do. Like, yeah, but it's it's important though. So like, maybe pay attention. Um, and 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 you're right. Like, just in terms of, see, I thought of it in terms not so much like, oh, this is about uh, a feminine empowerment or this is about like owning sexuality. Not even really. I mean, you're you're right. You're right. But Thank that you. That wasn't the point. I know it's rare. Um, that wasn't the point that like kind of struck home. The point. The point that kind of like hit home for me immediately was this show is for an adult. Yes. This is not a kid's show. And whether coming off the heels. Captain America's virginity, whether we're talking about fucking She-Hulk getting down, uh, or whether we're talking about like somewhat complex relationships. I like the fact that they were like, cousins are a thing. 
cousins yeah! have a unique relationship where it's like they're like siblings, but it's different, right? So it's like it's the same, but it's different. Fucking Paul, you know. Um, so so <laughs> Paul is our shield. <laughs> so um, yeah. So so look, they, they they're examining relationships. There there's dialogue that's important, not just to like advance the plot for for what's about the corner storytelling wise, but like to set you up for relationships for who's going to be able to do what later down the road if the shit hits the fan this is who you can call if you need to borrow five bucks this is your person over here like that's that's important to storytelling also as well as in long format like we're going to get with the series it's just as important when you're going to pepper in uh, um cameos that like you know people are going to get semi if not fully fucking erect from also to like Mm, leave a little bit, a little haze of question mark. I'm like, oh, uh, when you look at uh, She-Hulk in the first suggestion boxes, uh, on one side, it's Daredevil, but the next one is Jessica Jones. Oh, shit, we're going to get a Jessica Jones cameo. Like, they do a really, they've done a really, really nice job considering that they're, like, fucking firing everybody under the sun and canceling every third fucking project over at fucking Marvel, Disney+. Plus. They're able to keep their focus. And look, we had plenty to say about this last phase. It was not the, our favorite phase, to say the least. It seemed somewhat disjointed. There was not a very clear, clear direction that they're going. This is some different shit. Clearly, I think we know what we're building to. And I don't think that it's a World War Hulk scenario, Paul, to answer your question from earlier. I think this is going to be their... They're set up for their abbreviated um, hodgepodge of a secret war. So there's the original secret wars from the 80s. Then there was the secret wars redux. I think what we're going to end up getting is something that's in between. Both. And uh, it's it's going to be both while being neither. It's going to be something different, but it's going to make its homages to, to uh, both, which is totally fine. It's an adaptation, not a recreation. I have no fucking problem with that, but... I am digging, digging, digging on She-Hulk. I thought I hope she's ready to do some pro bono work for this brother, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, but but again, I think part of the reason I harped so much on that trailer that I finally was able to fucking enjoy. It's like once you get proof of concept, you're able to be like, oh my god, I'm allowed to enjoy a character that I like. I really like, but I don't love She-Hulk. I don't know if any of the Hulk characters ever lived in this bubble of me being like, holy shit, a Hulk. Um, but I always had... show was, or is, rather, a fucking dynamite character in and of themselves. Yeah. To me, the... the to me, the... Um, the, like, the, the litmus test was always, is this a dope character? Is this an interesting character without the ability to Hulk out? And oh, if the answer is no, good. then I'm not really all that invested. Because look, there you can have, you can fill the pages with big Goliath fucking heavy hitters. Um, I mean, probably if I'm speaking totally, totally, uh, uh, frankly, my favorite um, Hulk, not the one that I root for, so to speak, like the one that I'm, I'm most interested to check out is Thunderbolt Ross. Fucking yeah. give me Red Hulk well, I was... all day because that is an interesting, driven character, not a fucking Hulk smash, Hulk smash. Even not that if that's that... bad. 
Yeah. But it's different. I honestly, I, 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 I think part of me is always going to miss that we didn't get or the Fantastic Four, Paul. Ooh, now that would be fucking dope. That would be a really interesting way. Because one thing I think She-Hulk did incredibly well, that I love the fucking how shitty the... Did we call them internet Karens? Is that the the phrase? Comic book Karens, sir. The the comic book Karens. And they were planning to say about this action sitcom. Because that's what this is. It is a situation comedy, which also as well as has people being thrown through fucking dynamite tiki bars. I was like, oh, you bitch. Oh, you better help him fix that shit. What I really loved, though, was these mouth breathers out of either side of their mouth pick and choose what they know about the history. They changed the origin. Well, stupid. They (laughs) made it significantly better. This was a well-thought-out how do we get... Bruce as Bruce. How do we get his blood accessible? How do, How do we, we get it in the bitch? Arm? How like, do we set up all this Absolutely stuff? And, wonderful. And that's what happens when you have too many cooks in the kitchen, which I don't think they were in danger of it. They fucking did it. Like, they really did it. And I, I give Kevin uh, Feige a lot of credit for, like, it, that shit was a wieldy, unwieldy, rather, fucking train that he has kept on the rails for way longer, let's be honest, way longer than he had any right to. Yeah, we point. lost a but car, he, maybe. But yeah, but fuck that car. Yeah, um, I didn't like but that one. he has kept it re- relatively moving in the in the same direction, if not always the direction we want them to go. But fuck it, you know, Marvel might not own some of their characters. We don't own any of them, so they're <laughs> going to do what they want to do. But that all being said, um, they've done a really nice job, as far as I'm concerned. Of kind of like keeping the things moving in the way that they want it ultimately to end up. Like where they want to be when you turn the page, everything is moving in that proper direction. And it's interesting you mentioned before, Charlie, about like the You're people welcome. who don't know. I'm sorry. Um, uh, who like, oh, I have something to say without knowing. The, the other one that I was hearing all the time was like, oh, she breaks the fourth wall. Not that they knew what to call it. Ah, she talks to the audience. Yes, dum-dum. That's called breaking the fourth wall. It's a theatrical term. Um, but I've got news for you. She was doing that shit in the comic books well before Deadpool even thought about doing that shit with his Freddy Krueger-looking ass. Yeah, right, well, so Ellis called out the John, the John Byrne run. Um, and also, I'm so excited. I like my, my, little, my little nips are just fucking... Just so pointy at the idea of that run of She-Hulk specifically had some of the greatest comic book transitions ever. They played with the medium. Uh, the the thing yeah. I keep thinking of is like, is she gonna step through like from one scene to another scene at some point, yeah. which shouldn't work. We saw in the uh, in the in the first non televised Hulk movie. The Ang Lee Hulk movie. They tried that weird comic book panel, panel transition yeah. shit, but She-Hulk might kick it, down a wall and go was. into two weeks later. Uh, it's such an imaginative character. And honestly, when it comes down to it, after I watched it for the second time, yeah. my walk my, my walk away, and this is the highest praise I can ever give anything in this comic book world that I love. I couldn't imagine a world in which I could have done it better. 
Yeah. I like they fixed what they had to fix. They got where they needed to get. Honestly, even the needle drop at the end was tremendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, and, and a post credit scene. Yes, and please. It 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 called it it called the shot. You're like, look, this is what you're gonna be getting. Keep on tuning in every Thursday, which I'm like, Thursday? Thursday you is dicks. not comic book day. What the f- um, but that being said, that you have a level of expectation. Honestly, that's all I really want at the end of the day from a premiere episode. Uh, House of the Dragon did it. She-Hulk did it. They said, look, like it, leave it. This is what you're going to get. And, and ultimately, that's, that's what you're supposed to, well, that's what you're supposed to do for your audiences. If you have any fucking respect for them whatsoever, you're not supposed to fucking yank the, the yank the rug out from under them and say, okay, this is what, what to expect. Aha, uh-huh, just fucking kidding. Um, and we, Fool we, you. yeah, yeah, we, we have, we have seen that before, but they're calling their shots and they're going to take it also as well as like, look, so I've also heard like, Oh, she's a giant green Alec McBeal. And I, I did my best Charlie. I'm like, that is a very, uh, that is like, you, you make the best references, bro. Like awesome. Put her there. Uh, that is not dated whatsoever. But yeah, she is a big giant Allie McBeal. You're right, and I fucking love that show too. I hope she has a dancing baby. I was How do you like them say. apples? Um, and and a little Hulkling. I hope that CGI is even fucking worse than Allie McBeal had. But she's married to Indiana Jones, so fuck off if you don't like. That's it. that's who I think is in that ship that showed up that Paul was alluding to before. Like who's <laughs> in that ship? I think it's little Hulkling who just dancing. Yeah, he's just like. Every show gets a Grogu. Every the, the single goofy, show. The, the worst part about that baby was not the CGI or the fact that she was seeing imaginary babies. It was that goofy, like, that <laughs> no, fucking, see, I like, love that. terrible dance. That, yeah. that baby, really works. What shows are you watching through the belly button for all those months that that was the dance that you popped out of that imaginary vajinga with? Like, shame on you. I'm just excited that this bitch has decided, look, you are not going to make my decisions. I'm a working woman. I I, I passed the bar. I'm, I just got an office. I'm going to keep my job. Maybe Charlie Cox will show up. Um, because the bottom line is, Jennifer got bills to pay. And so do we. So Charlie, why don't you kick us off, brother? Tell these mother suckers how we pay the bills. Oh, I'm gonna, and this week we are brought to you by Really Fast VPN. If you need, no, (laughs) bullshit, we're not brought to you by a fucking VPN. You pieces of garbage, because we are not like other pods who just sell out for any random brand that's willing to pay. No, no. Today we are brought to you by one of our absolute favorite bands, Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro, and you're going to hear them again at the end of the show. If you're wondering where else can you catch their act, you can go ahead and follow them at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date at badmary.com for merch and upcoming performances but my absolute favorite part is that their entire discography is available on every single music streaming service yeah now that's a band that gets it they get it and a sponsor one could be proud of (laughs) damn straight and i bet if you ask them right now they would even know where we dropping the answers with sergeant finesse you can find him gaming on both Trovo and Facebook, multiple streams every day. 
outstanding video game content, supporter games, cold streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check them out today. If you need to pick me up, and I sure as hell do, go and follow the white rabbit like Neo do over to sneakenergy.com. Use code SGT at checkout when the Sarge is on deck. <gasps> you salute. GG's kid. Whoa. Mm. The white rabbit's a delicious beverage? How many times I got to tell you? Stop. Stop. Stop doing it. If you do not have an adorable pit bull puppy at your side, that Fair. is the only caveat that Fair. we require. Fair enough. John. Word. Um, man, this time of year, there's so much good. There is. Uh, I'm not sure if you checked out Gray Man on Netflix. Hot damn, is that what Netflix is uh is built for? Sandman, Gray Man. I was so happy when I saw that boong and the little fucking N get drawn. I'm like, fuck yeah, Netflix. Let's do this. You shouldn't be losing subscribers. You're great. What's this? Jamie Foxx? He's a good actor. What's this movie about? Vampire hunting. John, I made you watch Day Shift, and I am so fucking sorry i uh, uh i'm embarrassed that i get water delivered to me with such frequency i uh there's a lot of things i've done in this world that i'm ashamed of uh, a lot of people don't know one time john and i were playing a game i accidentally cracked his skull open well after the game concluded uh when i attacked him when he was washing down his hair with uh, uh at the sink this however is 10 times worse i at this point john my first question for you is is jamie fox's best acting done when he pretends he's a good actor because does anyone have as many hits as misses the way jamie fox does what the fuck happened what was this boil that called itself a fucking movie Day shift sucked. Day shift was uh, day shift was really something, and uh, <laughs> we I, we I spoke about it a little bit with you earlier. I I was pretty convinced that your ears were a ringing when I sat when I forced my way through it. I mean, look, I I can honestly say I've never uh, I've never sat down for a movie in a theater so bad. And I'm like, that's it, and just got up and walked out. Um, I was close to doing it this time, and I was watching it on my own couch. It was... Um, <laughs> I love the idea of you leaving your apartment to, like, go to the cinema. Like, I just need somewhere to sit for a bit. I just need to I just need to get away from the stink emanating off of my fucking TV. It, it wasn't... Charlie, it wasn't... It, I didn't like it. It was <laughs> not... It was not for me. Now, what was very interesting is... The pedigree, if someone described this to you, you'd be like, oh, shit, okay, word, okay, well, give I'm it in. a shot. I'm in. Describe to the lovely not people even, how this movie got funded. Not not even give it a shot. I will sit down to watch this. I bet it's going to be pretty good. Like, that's where I was mentally when I first, first uh, heard about this movie. Now, anybody who is familiar with it knows this isn't, like, brand new. This didn't just drop. dropped a couple weeks ago. Um, and it's being watched. It's People being watched. Like Netflix it. has this unique Netflix. Uh, are you familiar with the term uh, nouveau riche? 
<laughs> no. The new, the new rich. So in other words, just because you, a person has money, if they come into money, new money, versus old money, Buffy. Um, new money. <laughs> I fucking wish Buffy was in this fucking thing. New money might make you rich, but it doesn't give you class, right? Class is something that's acquired. I I would pl- apply this rationale or this this concept to Netflix. Netflix has all the fucking money in the world. They can make features, and they do. They they fucking make full movies that one could reasonably expect to go and watch for the first time, not on DVD, not direct DVD, <laughs> but in a movie theater. With $8 fucking popcorn and sticky floors, that's where this movie could have gone because it looked, Charlie, it looked... Looked like a movie. Good as hell. If I never turned on the volume or the closed captions, I'd be like, man, closed one eye, sat back real fucking far. I may be like, man, it was was, was all right. Well, John, let me put it to you this way. painful. Let me put it to you this way. John, what if I told you... We could we could hop in the DeLorean, hit fucking eighty eight, go back in time, hours, and I see you down. I go, John. Guess what I want to talk about this week? There's a movie where it takes place in our world, but guess what, bro? Vampires are real. Yeah. And there's like a secret organization that what they do is they like fucking are like vampire police. They fuck these vamp- vampires start showing up. These are the boys that the boys and girls that take them out, and it's filled with interesting characters. You remember Men in Black? It's like fucking Men in Black, only not aliens, vampires. And guess what? Sometimes you can get axed from this organization. Then there's a whole seedy underbelly where you fucking kill vampires just for profit. And Jamie Foxx is our star. He's the man. He's so fucking good at killing vampires, bro. But he's like a fucking classic badass cop. He don't got time for no rules. He's about effective destruction of vampire doo-doo heads. What if I told you a rap star was going to show up and he was going to be badass and have a cool cowboy gimmick? What if I fucking told you there was going to be a funny sidekick who's like a fucking accountant for the for the vampire police john i described some shit i'm desperate to watch you talk about how underutilized werewolves I, are I all still the time i see it charlie how about that that was a better elevator pitch <laughs> than fucking movie on netflix and it was included in my netflix membership uh i would only accuse you of being a fucking george lucas about one thing in particular um who was the funny sidekick? I don't remember. Oh, well, he was supposed remember. to be funny. Oh, but I, I, I remember a, a, a baby Franco, uh, who, frankly, I'm still furious at uh, because of who he decided to bang out on a daily basis. Um, it's a personal vendetta. Yeah, no, I got a personal problem. He, he, he was the least funny, quote-unquote, funny guy that I have ever ever seen and and it's interesting that you have mentioned jamie fox because jamie fox J- oh jamie fox the guy the guy the, that was in ray the guy that played yeah. ray charles yeah um, uh jamie the guy from django unchained 
Fuck is yeah. That the guy? The fucking, the, literally the only uh, pair of swinging balls in Dreamgirls. Like, the, the, the greatest fucking musical uh, ever put to film. Um, that, that Jamie Foxx? Yeah, yeah, Honestly, yeah. this, whoever they had in this movie, he looked just like Jamie Foxx. He even sounded like him occasionally. Um, I, 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 I honestly believe that while vampirism is not real, certainly it's not contagious, shitty acting is contagious. If everybody fucking around you is hacking away at the material then eventually, even though you might not intend to do so, you're going <laughs> to... You're going to start hacking up the fucking scenes, bro. He was terrible in this. John, it was some... Terrible. It was Some of the line readings... not fucking good. I kept expecting there to be an advertisement when the credits rolled. I expected, like, an ad of, like... How we fucked up a vampire movie, the true documentary about how we had to film this movie in a half Charlie, hour. Charlie, um, are you sure that it was a vampire movie? Because no, uh, I did the fucking vampires do anything in it except get their asses handed to them daily and nightly and ever so rightly? Well, John, Charlie, it turns they just out fucking whipped vampire asses. There were certain vampire quote unquote deaths where I honestly. I honestly didn't know I'm like, how, why would that vampire be dead right now? Oh, you shot their leg off? And what fucking part of vampire lore does it say if you shotgun off a vampire's leg when they're jumping from a height unnecessarily because they're a fucking vampire that it kills them? I've heard of the stake through the chest. I've heard of fucking garlic shoved up the nostrils. I've heard a lot. Holy water, crucifix, all that jazz. I have never heard in low my many years of a shotgun to the leg killing a fucking vampire. Not once. This also has the worst example of Chekhov's gun <laughs> I've ever fucking seen. Oof, there is a gag in this film that happens... And it's, like, arguably clever. Then they mention it in the next scene. They're like, you want to have this? Remember the thing I used in the last scene? You want it? And these guys like, no, you hold on to it. That's worthless. And then it's the big thing at the end. It's such an obvious moment. It made me sick. Ugh, it was fucking pathetic. Charlie, what about the complete... Lack of logic. Like, I know, I, I understand. The movie's the called Day Shift. The big scene at the end is at night. Did the day Fuck shift you. for the production company not show up that day for work that day? Like, and nobody read this fucking ham handed <sighs> script. Charlie, can you explain to me the purpose of putting a pillow uh, on the muzzle of a gun? Nope. <laughs> when you. Well, I mean, look, anyone who has seen any mafia movie ever knows. Yeah. You put a gun muzzle to a pillow and put the pill directly up against your victim, uh, uh, intended victim's head, in order to muffle the shot. Can you explain to me then what the purpose of that would be when you are standing approximately five feet away from that victim and you are using a shotgun? God's unholiest, loudest fucking weapon of all time, and I'm including cannons. A shotgun is the loudest fucking thing 
ever, ever since Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Nothing is louder or, frankly, more annoying than that. Why would you put a pillow five feet away from what you're shooting at, Charlie? Why? John, it's not as annoying as Franco was in this fucking movie. Why he was far more did annoying. did homegirl the neighbor, she's like, oh, yeah, I came in to watch you, but you know what? Fuck it, I'm just going to switch sides. No reason. No re. I don't like them. Yeah, Everybody I don't like knew people. Kung Fu. Ugh. John Everybody there? was like fucking quadruple jointed at the at the waist. I'm like this one bitch. I hope she got <laughs> quintuple pay because every time you saw a skinny ass little female vampire bending up all around somebody, that was the same. It's like chicken. oh, it's Monica. A hundred percent. Charlie. That's Monica every time. <laughs> um, arguably Jamie Foxx was a good vampire killer, right? You yeah, that. allegedly. And and uh, um, Baby Franco was was hilariously not but that was the intention piss himself right and left um sure sure even fucking uh even snoopy uh he got in on the action when he finally decided to i don't like that he used snoop- reaper's gun Fuck him. <laughs> snoop dog showing up like a cowboy for no earthy reason um fucking uh, i miss in the morning had more of a reason to show up as a cowboy the way he did just one random day oh, than that's snoop dog did specific reference boom but that being said the inarguably the best vampire killers in this entire disaster of a movie of a flick were the Nazarian brothers. Where the fuck were they? Why, Why? do you introduce the ass kicking this fucking pair of brothers since the brothers Rivera and then say, okay, now you are never going to see them again? Why? What are you doing? What are John, you doing? I've never seen. What are you doing? If you're writing that script, I understand the temptation for sequel bait. Because that's all that scene was. was like, we're going to do a fucking TV series with these two less famous actors. John, if you're in the writing room, you pull that scene if it's... You cannot have secondary characters be ident... Best comparison. They're better. But let's... Let's pretend they were only as good. There's There's still still two two of them. them. And they're brothers with cool accents. John, there's a gimmick in this movie where all the vampire hunters have secret day jobs. So the brothers were like VCR repairmen. Jamie Foxx was like a pool guy. And uh, John, what was um, the other vampire hunter that we saw the day job of? What uh, What was that guy's day job? Oh, we don't see any other examples? This movie jumps around with its ideas. This had to have 70 writers because they set up a movie that's a classic buddy cop film, but that's only part of the movie. They At set best. up the they set up they set up the guy who had his badge and gun taken away, but it happens. Why was there not an establishing scene for like this is who Jamie Foxx was? And now look at this schmuck. He's a pool boy. Charlie, they, Surprise, they, he's still vampire hunting. Up, this movie was, fucking eats a butt. It was a collection of setups and moments. They're like, oh, here's this moment. And ironically, um, the movie was it was the debut. I forget the fucking guy's name, but I'll do him a favor Steve. and not mention it. Um, so he was the second unit director for John for the John Wick flicks. That's it. That's his real credentials. Now, awesome. thinking about the fight sequences, 
you think two things. I thought this person was a vampire. <laughs> like, suck some shit. Drink some blood. You'll really like it, I promise. The only fucking blood sucking I saw happened with a fucking sippy straw. <laughs> but oh that God, being right. said, the the uh, uh, um, the fight sequences, you're like, yeah, totally. John Wick. Competent as fuck. John Wick. A lot of the visuals totally fucking get it bro i totally get it this looked like a second unit unit director's fucking like sizzle reel like but yeah that's how the movie played was like a sizzle reel so you had these a collection of moments that didn't really necessarily knit very well together um did they ever fucking explain why the main vampire looked so much younger yeah i understand that she didn't find her daughter Till she had grown up, but you tell me she fucking uh, converted a ninety-year-old fucking woman. I think that was the implication. That is the dumbest shit fucking ever. Also, as well as, um, can you explain to me the situation for the power struggle while she's fucking cementing motherfuckers to the roof? It was Charlie. It was all. It, it basically, this was. It was nonsense. If this was like condensed down, this would be the action that you saw before the. The action-packed credits and like, okay, now we're going to actually start. This thing played out like um, like an 80s cartoon where they drop a fucking two-hour, including the commercials movie, to hype you up for this new franchise. If these fuckfaces think Day that I'm going to settle in for a franchise of hot, smelly garbage, they got another thing Oh, coming. they 100% thought that this had... Nothing but room to grow. Oof. And I'm here to tell you, this movie makes Blade Trinity look like high, high art. Oof. John, Oof. the fucking everything. This was the sleekest turd ever yeah, on Netflix, yeah. I think. This was an uncrumbly, not veiny, seal slick duty that you like just... Still you don't need to wipe after. The night before, you're like, whoop, whoop. You're like, whoop, what the fuck is that? Like, it, just, it felt like somebody snuck in the toilet behind you and took a, a shit between your cheeks. You're like, oh, wait, whoa, <laughs> occupied. It was, it was gross. It was a That's sleek, called a French bread, by the way. Stink- <laughs> oh, that's why we don't eat bread no more. Fucking carbs. Um, it was, it was gross, bro. This movie was gross. I, I- did not like it. <laughs> I don't actually understand how movies like Day Shift can exist and other shit can even be criticized. Like, Meanwhile, Bright you remember- doesn't have a sequel. But they're trying to set this shit up for prequels, sequels, and fucking sidequels. Like, fuck off, Nyquils. All of it is terrible. Uh, honestly, next time I can't sleep, I'm going to pop this shit in. Yeah. Honestly, that wouldn't even work. It- I would be so fucking mad the entire time. Honestly, for me, it wasn't NyQuil because all I wanted to do is just go to sleep. Even as furious as I was at my loving brother, I'm like, just let this day end. let this day end, please. I please, I I gotta be I gotta be honest. By like the hour mark, I was I went from being angry to astonished. I don't actually understand how you do this bad of a job with clearly a lot of money. All the money. They had it, all it looked, the fucking money in the world. It looked like it could have been a movie. Honestly, Ellis, Game of Thrones season eight is empire by comparison. 
Let me. Can, may I elevate the point? You may. Okay. Day shift was um, honestly like you could fucking pick it. Like you can, you can. Fighting a sneeze. <laughs> Fighting it. Fight it. Fight it. Stand up and fight. <laughs> I and, ain't hear no bell sneeze. So, um, whereas uh, day shift was marked for death. The season eight of Game of Thrones is Hamlet. All right, that's like that's a, that that's the the breath of of uh, uh, quality I... that I want you to think of when you think of this fucking movie. Think of I... marked for death. Think of nobody is allowed to touch that fucking fat, stupid, not black hair, have an idiot. And then think of Hamlet, the Irish play. You're John... not allowed to say it. John flag on the play. Uh, I need I need anyone listening to the audio only version to go ahead, head over to YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch. Yeah. I need you to fire up episode I, this episode mm -hmm. in video format. Go ahead and jump to about the hour ten mark. Yeah. And see how fucking tickled my brother was. With himself I, uh, proceeding like, know what this is like. I, I John in real time. That's how you know we are not recorded to tape today because I just gave myself a solid chuckle. That was Ooh. the snooziest. I am going to pat myself on the back to bed tonight. I'm like, Ooh, hugging. That me. was Ooh. next time you pretend like you don't love yourself more than anyone else. Yeah. I'm going to remind you of that Charlie. moment. Where you couldn't contain yourself. Read the name, bro. The Read sensational the John. You think I gave and myself that moniker? I, I think mean, you I, did. I did. I did, but <laughs> that's not really the point. Charlie, last thoughts about this fucking smelly, smooth, shit turd of a flick. This is the challenge I would like to lay out to our lovely audience. John and I have famously, for years and years and years, played the game of Can You Fix It? where you take a terrible, terrible property and you fix it. I need you, lovely people out there, to try to convince me to watch a Day Shift 2. What would you do for your sequel of Day Shift that could salvage this absolute dumpster fire? And I feel the need to remind people that I think most Avenger films are only okay. So if you can fix Day Shift, truly, I think you will be uh, a special... Ellis, special boy or girl as as we roll out bro i'm gonna go ahead and uh as i often do i'm gonna agree with you mark for death was one of seagal's best but that ain't saying much because he stinks on ice <laughs> yeah yeah charlie look we've so given much. we've given them a lot to think about uh we put a lot of things on their to watch list and hopefully remove yeah. others but um at this point there's really only one thing left Tell them how we end the show. Well, first, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn that volume up. Then you got to tune Bad Mary in. Open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Same, Space Girl! We are.